it's hard it's hard to explain because i remember because i did a lot of uh a lot of international traveling during this time you know mm. and you could see that idea of like european taste and culture sort of moving out to the rest of the world as well well it's, it's I, european taste and culture moving out to the rest of the world but with a kind of and with a, what what tyler brule would at least see as a kind of japanese sense of propriety yes yeah. right where it is, it is maximum refinement in every area, and that's mainly European and partly Japanese. And then what the whole mission of Monocle globally is to go around the world and find things that that are not in those areas. Either we'll find things in those areas that appeal to that, which is many, or find things not in those areas that have surprisingly conformed to those aesthetics uh, to recommend them to then the sort of network elite. That has this global culture. Essentially, it was Monocle was a vision of a global elite culture, uh, right. and that's why they're constantly saying stuff like, like, like they love the the main style marker of Tyler Brule writing is to list several faraway cities uh, one after the other, uh, <laughs> as though and, and then to basically say these are essentially the same place. If you go to Helsinki and you go to the best cafe in Helsinki, it will be at least a little bit similar to the best cafe in Buenos Aires. And it will be at least a little bit similar to the best cafe in, um, you know, Chennai. And wouldn't you know it, a similar one is opening up now in, um, in Yangon. And uh, we sent an annoying guy to go uh, have a coffee there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the kind of, this is kind of the idea of like, okay, I have access to the triple platinum airport lounge and I have a similar experience that is lightly flavored with local culture. Every time I'm in one of those at a different airport, what if we did that to cities? Yeah. And it is, it is a flattening aesthetic as well. It is, it is making everything very soft and safe and uh, unimposing and exclusive and very luxurious because the perfect monocle city is nothing but public private partnerships essentially yeah. um delivering a sort of very refined particular aesthetic that's supposed to appeal to rich people of no culture in particular um and that is supposed to exude a sense of sort of calm stillness it is a flattened world held in held as a constant while other things move around it to keep it sort of um almost meditatively serene yeah and, and it, it is it's seductive it is seductive and it tracks with their um you know like late 2000s early 2010s pivot to the idea of soft power and i remember one of the last monocle magazines i i bought was a whole issue dedicated to soft power which i'm realizing now is like Basically, their sort of political mission statement, if they if they could be said to have one, mm -hmm. that like, you know, tourism and openness, but in a very refined way for a very specific class of people is soft power. And, and moreover, right, that there is it is extraordinary whether this is and we'll get to this about the sort of business model, but whether it's through the business model or the ideology, it doesn't really make a difference. It's extraordinarily deferential to institutional power. Because the world of Monocle is one where, um, is is one where you know the um, it is the world of unelected technocrats. Really, they love talking to um, <laughs> they love to, they love commissioners for things. They love talking to. It is the world of the WTO. You know, yeah. uh, perfectly perfectly open, frictionless everything for the richest. 
And that you're right to say that this is an aesthetic that has gone into reverse a little bit. It was the kind of, you know, apogee of the um it was the apogee of the of the liberal dream for why globalization was good, you know, because you can get uh, Wagyu beef in uh, you can get Wagyu beef being prepared with a local twist in this Thai steakhouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a little just- harder to partner with like the Fidesz party and do and have like a 30 page editorial on Hungary now and have to scan it for like, uh, I don't know, historical revisionism or something. 